Welcome to the School Business Leadership Podcast. In today's episode, I'm sharing the line management framework that I recommend to SBLs, heads and CEOs. If you have the right processes in place to manage your staff, it's not only good to build relationships, it makes it easier to address any issues that may arise down the road. Everything I talk about in today's episode is with the benefit of experience and a good dollop of hindsight. Also, everything I talk about in today's episode can be tweaked and twiddled with into a bespoke line management structure that you can adapt to suit you, your context and your current staff profile. More importantly, if you line manage a difficult member of staff and you're not sure where to start, then this episode is a must listen. Let's dive in. Now, I know when we think of line management meetings, we think super formal, one hour, once a week meetings with minutes, but it doesn't have to be that onerous. Now, at the opposite end of the spectrum, we've got light touch catch-ups on the corridor, you know, popping in to collect the post, get a coffee or something like that. And they're good, but they don't constitute formal line management. We want to hit something in between to create space and an opportunity for dialogue and give everyone some one-on-one time. Now, if you follow the same structure for everyone, it doesn't mean you have to follow the same agenda. We don't want to create an unwieldy process. So, For example, you might block out 30 or 60 minute meetings once a fortnight or twice a half term for each member of your team. And you might also have a daily or weekly ops briefing, say 15 minutes, with all or different departments depending on your context. So what should these meetings be about? The one-to-one meetings might not even need the full amount of time that you've allocated, but it's there if either you or your member of staff needs it. That time can be spent catching up on a project or sharing information for reports or discussing CPD. And it also gives you an appropriate window of time to raise any issues that you might have or they might have. Maybe you've noticed someone arriving late on a regular basis, for example. We'll come back to that later. This line management framework applies whether you've got a big team or a small team. It's about creating structure and consistency. It's not just to help you deal with issues, it's to improve overall efficiency. You might think that twice or even once a half term is enough for those one-on-one meetings and that's fine, but I would urge you to have them. These one-on-one meetings and group meetings should be clear in terms of you setting out your stall and your expectations as a leader. What's non-negotiable? What's priority? Where do your staff have autonomy? When do you expect updates? If you have these meetings regularly, no one is going to have a chance to say they forgot or didn't know something or didn't get the email. If there's a member of staff who does say this, Ask for a volunteer to send bullet point updates after your group briefings, just so you know that everything's clear and everyone understands what has been asked of them. So do make sure that you ask, is everything clear? Does anyone have any questions? Can anyone think of any potential issues? If you have these systems in place, you can use them to dovetail into communications with the head and SLT. You'll be able to provide your head with concrete assurances about your team, any issues that arise and how you're handling them. It also avoids any he said, she said, maintains objectivity and also gives you some space to check in and get feedback from your head and HR along the way as you need it. It also helps you to monitor the systems and processes you're putting in place. So if people keep jumping the queue or directing your team to do things when they shouldn't be and generally being a nuisance, you've got the chance to get the jump on it and deal with it swiftly. Encouraging open communication between you and your team is key. They need to feel that they have the space to do that and they need to trust you and that you'll deal with things on their behalf appropriately. So that's normal line management. But in what situation might you change your line management style? Let's use the example of being late to dig into the psychology side of things a little bit more. So you might say in passing, oh, I noticed you've been late a couple of times recently. Is everything all right? It's light touch, it's informal, it shows concern, and it allows you to deal with the issue quickly and informally. 
It also allows you to find out if there are any mitigating circumstances that might explain their behaviour. Maybe they're ill, maybe someone else is ill, maybe something's going on at home. But if it carries on, or the answer is vague and unacceptable, you'd say in your next line management meeting, I know I mentioned this to you the other day, but I've noticed it's still happening. Is everything okay? Is there anything I need to know? Or is there anything that I can help with? The member of staff might say it's a temporary thing or things will be okay next week. But ultimately, you've offered support and you've increased the formality of your concern. Now, if there's no improvement by the next meeting, you might say, look, we've discussed this issue twice now and it's becoming an increasing concern. Your hours are X and X. If there isn't an improvement, then we will need to do X. Whatever that is, whatever the consequences are as per your policy. You see the incremental steps there. It would be the same with things such as missing deadlines, getting things wrong, not doing something specific, not providing you with information. Having these meetings in place creates a formal structure that you can increase and decrease as you need to and allows you the space to deal with any issues like that. Most meetings should be straightforward catch-ups, but it does create the space to deal with any potential issues or nip things in the bud very early on. Also, that example I used about someone being late is an example of what I call the psychology of line management. What would you think if your head started pulling you in off the corridor and sitting you down and saying, by the way, I have this concern? It would feel 0 to 60. But if your head tagged on a concern at the end of a normal meeting, you would be made aware, maybe you'd be a little bit uncomfortable, but you wouldn't feel targeted or perhaps unfairly treated. So what happens if things don't improve? What do you do then? You up the ante. By now, you know, and they know that there's an issue. But if it's not being resolved, you need to take the next step. And what is that? Well, usually it's capability or disciplinary. I like to think of capability as can't do and disciplinary as won't do or done something they shouldn't have done. My advice is if you're not sure which category this issue falls into, always err on the side of can't do and make sure you put all the things in place to support that and resolve the issue. So if your member of staff keeps missing deadlines or they're not doing something right, you might say something like, I've noticed this isn't the first time that this has happened. I think we need to put some additional support in place for you to help you stay on track, learn a new skill, etc, etc, insert whatever it is that you think you need to do. From there, you're going to determine appropriate support and also increase both the frequency and the formality of your meetings. So if you meet with them twice a half term, you might say, actually, I'm going to meet with you three times or actually I'm going to meet you weekly. In terms of formality, for each normal line management meeting you have, you might not have to write any notes other than those in your own notebook. But from this point, you would start sending an email of agreed actions and key items in bullet points via an email after your meeting. Upping the formality of these meetings, along with the frequency, increases the awareness of the issue and helps you dial up towards a formal process if you need to. Some people will respond fine to this temporary increased management, but others may need more. Now, if you do this, say for a month or a half term, depending on the issue, which is ultimately dependent on your context and what is agreed with HR, and your support and additional line management time isn't working, you would then get to a point where you would say towards the end of the window, say it's six weeks, we've been working on this for four weeks now and I'm not seeing the kind of improvement that I outlined I was expecting at the start. If this continues, it may well be that we have to progress to a more formal process. That phrase is so important, I'm going to say it again. We've been working on this for four weeks now and I'm not seeing the kind of improvement that I outlined I was expecting at the start. If this continues, it may well be that we have to progress to a more formal process. By now, you've already spent the time building your case and developing the certainty you need about which process it is that you need to follow. Now, for everyone else, the structure is going to remain the same, everyone is treated the same, yet again, there's that room to dial things up as you need to. 
Capability in particular, as we've just been talking about, is something that starts way before you pull the policy off the shelf. You can't just go up to someone one day and say, look, you're not doing a good enough job. I'm putting you on a formal process. The aim of capability is to help people to have that moment of self-realisation. And they will improve or they won't. And if they won't, then they'll end up leaving. If they're in denial, then it means that you need to be totally clear on what you've done, why you've done it, and make sure your processes as a line manager are nailed on. To dig deeper into difficult conversations, check out episode 29, Three Questions to Ask Yourself. In that episode, I talk about clarity, expectations, boundaries, how to make sure you're being reasonable, and how to approach a difficult conversation, and in what scenarios you might need to adapt. If you've listened to this episode and you're ready to give this line management framework a go, but you have some questions, then please get in touch. My contact details are in the show notes at www.ljbusinessofeducation.co.uk. If you're dealing with a particularly difficult member of staff and you need some more guidance, download my line managing difficult staff guide. In there, you'll find seven common difficult staff scenarios with guidance on how to handle each one, how to have difficult conversations broken down into 10 practical easy steps, and how to know what to say, what not to say, be prepared for all outcomes, and feel confident when faced with difficult people and difficult situations. If you're listening to this podcast on an Apple device and you like what you've heard, it would be great if you could rate and review the show as it makes it easier for others to find it. You can rate and review the show by selecting the show in the Apple Podcast app, scrolling to the bottom and either tapping the stars to rate and or selecting write a review. This show is available in all of the podcast directories. Just make sure you hit the subscribe button in your chosen podcast player so you don't miss an episode. Thank you so much for listening and I'll see you next week.